Hi, folks. Steve Urban here, founder and CEO at recruiting firm RiderFlex. If you enjoyed today's guest interview, please give it a like and be sure to subscribe to the RiderFlex podcast. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Try the number one marketing platform for small business. Everything you need from design to marketing to CRM. Learn more at marketing360.com. Marketing 360, fuel your brand. Try the number one marketing platform for small business. Everything you need from design to marketing to CRM. Learn more at marketing360.com. Marketing 360, fuel your brand. Mark Samuel back on the Rider Flex podcast. Mark, I've never seen your hair. I mean, are you bald? You got hair? Are you always okay? All right, you always. I got mean, this. I mean, it's, I, it's just do something about that. Golly, <laughs> I always love the hat. The hat is your thing, right? That's your that's your trademark. For eighteen dollars free marketing, I'll go go with it. There you go. Right, <clears throat> love it. I love it. Uh, you look like you're still working out. You look, you're looking great. I see you see you're, you're, you know, you're looking good. As I usual. feel good. I feel really good. What, I feel, what's, your, I, what's your height and weight? What, what are you <clears throat> right now? You know, six, six, five, eleven on a good day. Um, and I weigh, um, right now I probably weigh about a one eighty. Wow. All right. Body fat, like 0.1%. No, no. But I, but I'm, I like, if somebody saw me, they'd be like, Oh, you're, you look uh, like you're leaner than, than, you know, a few months ago. And that's because I've really dialed. That's what I was saying. I feel really good. I've, I've dialed up a few things, even another little notch um, these last few weeks. I, uh, and so I feel really good. So I'll, I'll probably, what happens is I'll lose another few pounds, but I, I always hover around 180. That's pretty good. That's pretty good weight. Now, are you cardio plus the weights both when you're going to the gym? Both. Yeah, both. All right. How many times a week working out? I work, I, I train six days a week, but I move, but I'll, I move the seven days a week. And I'm a big proponent of that. I'm not, a, I'm not a, a big fan of rest days. Um, really? and, but, but with that said, uh, I, your body needs rest. And what I mean by that is on your sixth or seventh day, right? You should still be moving your body in some way. It could be a walk, hike, whatever it may be. But um, I really enjoy training so much um, that I could I could do all seven days and be fine. Okay. Uh, and how about your diet? Are you like a your calories are written down on little containers in the fridge or what? What? Have <laughs> never have never counted calories, but I will say this: <clears throat> over this is coincidentally. Oh, um, I just hired, I've never done this. I just hired a coach. Um, really? and, and that's why I'm taking this and going to dial this up. I've never done that before. I've trained, you know, for 20 years and eaten a certain way for 20 years. I'm a big proponent of balanced nutrition, which I talk about proteins, fats, carbohydrates. Um, but I want to step it up and I want to, I want to see where I can go. So I hired a coach, um, and he's giving me some new programming as far as workouts and stuff like that, which has been fun. Um, and I'm going to be a little bit more uh, discipline, just another little notch as far as nutrition. So of the last seven, seven days, I've eaten 90% whole foods, which I'm also a proponent of eat whole foods, dense, nutritious, whole foods. Um, but I've turned it up a, a notch and, um, and I can feel it. And so that's, I, I just want to push all that, all of that commentary out to others to, to, you know, to be doing the same. Now, when's the last time you just went to Sonic and got a big double cheeseburger and tater tots and a milkshake. When, I remember? wouldn't go, I wouldn't do that because I think that that's just nasty. Like when I, <laughs> I, 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 again, nothing wrong with it, but McDonald's or whatever, maybe, you know, do, do your do. Right. Um, but that's not what I think about when I, if I want to get after it, I think about like big old pancakes or I love pizza or something like that, but it would never be some like grease, type of, of thing. It just doesn't even sound appetizing to me. Okay. But pizza, when, when's the last time you did pizza? Maybe <laughs> like, maybe like three weeks ago. Oh, I mean, okay. I'll do it. I talk about that too. Like it's important. You don't, when you have a healthy relationship with food, 
you can eat really whatever you want. It's when you're eating it and how much you're eating it. I always say, have a slice of pizza, have two slices of pizza. Just don't eat the whole pie. Um, you know, have a burger, you know, but just you don't need a triple burger with bacon, uh, this, that and the other. You know what I mean? Like choose wisely and, and you can do all that, but and live a really healthy, healthy lifestyle. So, um, but more okay. on that. And your kids now you're you have two kids, right? A girl and a boy, I think. Yeah. And they're both they're both uh, preteen, I think. How old are they? Yeah, five and eight. Five and eight. Now, how does that affect? And you're a single. I think you're a single dad. Unless you yes. got married since I talked to you last. No, time. no. You're single. You're single dad. So five and eight year olds, they want pizza, cheeseburgers. Sure. You know they. Yeah. How does how does that work? You 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 come home from work. They're they're in the kitchen and they're like, Dad, please, no, no more vegetables. They, they, it's not like that. Yeah, they get they get that. Um, I'll I'll I have no problem going. We don't do it much, but I if I, they we have no problem going to McDonald's to get a Happy Meal. I'm not against that. First off, a Happy Meal again. If you were to look at the nutritional profile of it, you know it's not that bad. You're getting your protein from the meat and stuff like that. But that's for for another day. Um, I I love I'm a big proponent of kids being kids. Uh, this idea of no sugar and no candy, you know, no, you remember what it was like. It's like, those are enjoyable moments. Don't, don't take that from them, but they know what proteins, fats, carbohydrates are. They understand what exercise is. They see me train in the garage every day. Um, they're outside with me at night playing basketball. They're, they're active. They're in sports and stuff like that. Now I'll, I'll caveat from, for all the dads out there who want to be dads like, uh, if they didn't want to play sports, I don't really, that's fine, but they'd still be active. I don't push this on them. They, they, they do their own thing. Now, going back to the food item, they know when we are sitting at a, a restaurant that they're not necessarily ordering Coca-Cola. Um, they know why though. Now, do I allow them every so often? Yes, because that's okay. Um, I'm teaching them what balance is and also what foods are and what they do for you. Um, but I'm not like overly, you know, aggressive about all that. Do you work out in the mornings in the garage and the afternoons and evenings? How, what's your workout routine? Mornings. I'm mornings. A, again, another one. I really push that out there too, it, that it should be the first meeting of the day. People okay. have every excuse in the book. They've got every freaking excuse in the book <laughs> to not get it. If you can start your day with a workout, your life changes for the better. If you absolutely can't, like you've checked off every real excuse in the book and you need to do it in the afternoon or you need to do it in the evening, uh, go for it. It's just as good. I just am a big believer that starting your day off with those beautiful, beautiful endorphins flowing through you, you can be an absolute beast at work <laughs> and so i really hope that people do that and again but if they can't you got to do it when, when you can up at 4 30 in the in the garage by five what's none the of that stuff no no i'm also a big believer in sleep you got to get good sleep okay. do the thing so so i like to naturally wake up around six and da, da, da. then i do my i see this is the thing then i do the things with the kids i get them up get them out walk them to the bus and all that so uh, my day starts later. Another piece that people go, wait, what did he say about what, what time does he work? My, my health is, is pretty um, disciplined from like 8 a.m. till 9.30 a.m. I don't, I don't really get in the, into work and start actively pushing the pace here until like 10 a.m. Okay. But I, t- but now here's the deal. I texted you at like 7 a.m. your time the other day and boom, you texted right back. So you're, that's you're because up. I'm neurotic. And so you can't, you know, you're, you're, you don't let, don't, I don't let, I don't let text messages hang out there. Okay. <laughs> that's a, again, another, that's a separate, it's a separate episode on, on that. I love that about you, man. You're in, you know, your energy level is so contagious. Are you, are your kids like you? Are they super, energetic super like just constantly moving or is one of them like super relaxed and calm just no curious. they're overactive that's why i get <laughs> that's why i get emails from the teachers and the and the we've got <laughs> discipline issues see i'm normal i'm a normal parent i talk about it openly i'm not like one of these ones throwing bumper stickers up there my kids are freaking that no they're overly active and it's actually it's it's um it's uh, it's something that we we're working on. So I, again, I'm transparent about that. All of us parents out there who have kids who are overactive and 
it got you know a little jumpity and this that and the other so I don't you know how that works is it oh it's because their dad well, you should have seen me as a kid like I don't know how all that works I just know that um they're active kids and I'm okay with that because as so long they're healthy I don't really care about anything else health is really what matters is the eight-year-old a girl or boy boy he's the boy okay very good all right is uh is he a natural leader like you are uh, he's a attention seeker. So I don't know what that's going to translate that to later. I, I'll, again, they're kids. And I think pe some people get so serious about this and all that. And I, I, I don't, I just want them just like you would, right. Um, to be, um, healthy. That's all I care about. Um, because you know, of all the, the stories and I have had close friends who have terrible stories. And, and so that's number one by God's grace. And then two, to be happy. Um, and that is, is really just close second. Um, and then three, just to be good humans. You, you don't know if they're, if they're, if they're, if they're going to make all those right choices later on, but I pray for all those three and then I'm good with that. Are you a religious guy? Uh, I am a believer that there is somebody, man, woman, I don't know what it was, right. That is hovering above us. And has um, has uh, is watching over our moves, okay. and um, and has from the get go, uh, and I um, am okay to believe that and exude that and ask for prayer uh, every so often. Is why I use that term, sort of by God's grace, um, because I believe uh, that there is something, uh, and if somebody doesn't, I'm totally okay with that. This is just my own my own thing. You say you say prayers once a day, like uh, on a routine, or just uh, no? Okay, no, no. Okay. What are what are Mark's vices? What are Mark's sins? Right? What are what are you do? What do you, you got to do something that's quote not good? <laughs> oh, you would have. I've had plenty of years of all that. Plenty you, of years. Plenty of years. Do you have a drink every once in a while? No, do I don't. I have. I haven't had a sip of of alcohol for. Uh, I have not had a sip of alcohol for five months. So are I, you, are you an A? Are you an AA? No, I just choose not to drink today. So it's another topic that I talk about. I, um, I, I, I'm, I really do not, uh, alcohol is bad for you, period. Uh, any toxin in your body is bad for you. I am okay for those that hear this and, and they like to have a drink and they, more power to you because this is coming from somebody who's lived it. And I am just now at the age and maturity level where I do not want to create any more obstacles for myself. And one of those was alcohol. And I can go further into other things that, you know, I used to you part, participate in and all that. I, from 20, you know, 18 to, to what a good old age, I used to get after it. And you can imagine, imagine me now as a 25 year old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the alcohol, was it ever, was it ever uh, a violent thing or was it, or no, no violent, no. Or was it, was it like, Hey, I want to go to the bar and get to fight kind of alcohol uh, or no. Um, it, it made me, uh, I did not like the person that I was. I also really didn't like the how I the person I was after, uh, mm -hmm. how I felt. Um, I've dealt with I've, to mention this, but maybe on the first one we talked a little bit of mental health. I've had mental health issues um, since I can remember. Um, but being mature and understanding and recognizing those has been my newest and most important development in life um, the last five years. But really honing in on it the last few and being accepting of it. And what I recognize is alcohol was the worst thing to that I have ever, ever uh, uh, added into my life. Um, and uh, I am really happy that I uh, have eliminated it, at least for today. Okay, um, talk, talk to me about the mental health issues, if you don't mind sharing. What do you can you share anything specific? Are you do you, are you do you do you, were you diagnosed in, with certain things? Do you take uh, certain I, I have had um, anxiety and depression since um, since I was in high school. Um, was that affected? Was that affected by your dad dying when you were a little kid? Do you think that uh, it, it, it probably it could be? 
Uh, I, it's one of those, when people talk openly about things like this and they want to point at something, I'm not certain um, you can. Uh, at least for me, I'm okay with not pointing at anything. Um, I've, I had many things that I could, could point at early in life that would cause me to potentially have some biological uh, imbalances, right? Okay. I'm not, I don't need, I don't need to focus on that. What I need to focus on is fixing it mm-hmm. as best as I can. And what I can say is, and why people, I, I think, gravitate towards me, especially if I'm talking openly, somebody hears this and goes, that's me, because mm-hmm. that's, my, that's my whole purpose in life. Let me say something, and then that, they say, that's me. And I, let me hear how he articulates that. Here's what it is. Mm-hmm. Health and wellness is the most important thing in my life. And it is because it has provided me balance. It has put me in a position to win. It has put me in a position to be happy most days. And it will put me in a position to live out a life that I know I'm deserving of. Mm. I like it. I like it, my friend. No other vices like cannabis. No, no. other, no, no drug, no drugs at all. No drug. You know, no drugs going into Mark's system. None, none. But again, Back in the day, uh, you know, you asked me back in the day, I was a, I was one of those that went out and and not looked for. But but I was just I'm an, I'm already aggressive. Like so you can imagine. So I've had those nights out where it was just like, you know, I have so many. I, I look at that. I always say it's the book. Right. I got a great book. And that's also why when some, sometimes when I talk to younger, younger cats, like I always, I can talk the talk. I, I've been it. I've done it. I've done it all. I've done it all. Oh, oh so including, it, including selling cannabis when you were in high school. I've done it all. <laughs> I've done it all. I've done it all. So what's cool is, is I can at least look back and go, I know what that was like, or this was like, and I, there's never going to be this thing like, well, I really wonder what would have, I don't need all that. <laughs> what I now do is what I said on this last track, which was, I just want to be, I want to live in balance and harmony. And, and for me, I'm accepting of it now. I'm, I'm, I'm accepting of this is who I am, who I want to be, and where I want to live my life. And that if God gives me this, this, this time on earth in 20 years, it will be the one thing that I can say I'll never have regret about. And that's important to me. You know that your son is almost as old as you were when your dad passed. Uh, yeah, well, my dad got sick when I was about that age. He passed a few years after that. But yes, oh, good, 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 uh, good notes. Um, tell me about your mom. Where's she at now? She lives about 20 miles north of me. Remarried? Remarried. Good. How's your relationship with her husband? He's an amazing guy. Really? Amazing. Okay. Top, top tier. Okay. Okay. We just, we just had lunch this weekend. This is a good, good question though. And she said something, we've got an interesting relationship, but she just said something. I think it's important to share because I, I hopefully somebody hears it goes, wow, that's amazing. She admits that she's the luckiest person. This is verbatim. She's the luckiest person on earth that she has found this person, that she found this person. Wow. He is just an amazing human being. And it's because my mom's not easy, right? And my well, mom's not easy. She's not. And some of the sun through and things that um, he's witnessed and been around to put up with, he's top tier. And um, every man would probably uh, wish themselves to be that, uh, and that and to be spoken about like that. That's pretty, so, that's pretty good. Um, what about your sisters? Where, where are they? You got I have two, two, sisters. two older sisters. One's 10 miles North. One's 20 miles North. They got kids. You got nephews, nieces. They have kids. There's uh, five kids uh, among them. Were they older than you, your sisters? I can't remember. Yes, They were. Okay. Older. No wonder you were the wild rebel baby kid that did all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> exactly. 
how old were you when you got married? Um, 30, 29, 30. You were 30. Okay. Yeah. And how long were, I know you're divorced. How long were you married? Five years. Wow. So, okay. That's why you got the, so the five and eight year old. So the, I see. Okay. I'm looking, I'm looking at your kid's age. I'm trying to do the math there. So, okay. Does that so, make sense? I'm trying to think. So you're, when you got divorced, your daughter was, was tiny, was little. Yes. Was two, yeah. one or two. So maybe, well, maybe six years we were, yeah, it could okay. have been six years. Okay. Okay. But yes, about that. So she was probably, she was maybe one or two, maybe one or two. Okay. Tell me, tell me what happened, Mark? What, what, what happened? That uh, one's a, that one's a little personal. I'll, I'll leave it like this. Cause again, somebody will have resonated with this. Um, there were things that couldn't, that, um, that, um, there were things that she didn't, there were things that couldn't, uh, that there were things that were being asked to be changed while I was evolving into something that I now in full form. So this, this might frame it. Okay. I knew where I wanted to be. And it was, it was hyper-focused on health. And that was not what um, I was living in. So I'll leave it like that. And it was, and, and, and so um, when you, when you, someone like myself needs to be there because I talk on this too, which is if you're not the best version of yourself in all forms, you can't be something to somebody else, especially if you want it to be impactful, positive. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was evolving into again, what the full form is now. And she didn't want to go that route. I'll leave it that like that. Did you get the kids? Did you get custody yes. right away? You, yes. You, she let you or it was a fight? Um, it was accepting. <laughs> I'm asking it, was, it, it, was, it was accepting. Um, it was better that they were with me. I'll leave it like that. Okay. And, it, was, and it was under and it was understood and accepting. Does she have a relationship with him now? Does she get to see Yes. Him? Yes. Oh. All right. Yes. uh, Things are good right now. And that's all that I care about. It's another thing. I just care. It's all that I care about. She was at my house. She was at my house yesterday. She has a key to my house. She has a key to my house. There's no, there's no like relationship there though. There's no, no, like, there's no, there's no like stay over for the weekend. No, No, this is, if somebody wants to take something from this, it's because that's the, where I want to live. Meaning uh, there's so many there's there's so many different storylines when it comes to separations and our divorce or whatever it may be. And I want my storyline to be one of uh, one of of co- true co-parenting, let's just say, but more importantly, having a decent relationship doesn't need to be cherry. Yeah, but 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 I, I, I my, she's now in I went and had dinner with it, her meaning with the kids. Anybody who wants to listen to this, they go, I would never, I couldn't even sit in the room with the person. I, I understand that. And I respect that. And there's probably a lot of stories that don't allow it. But I will say this, try to put everybody else first, as far as trying to put that, that sort of normalcy back together, even if it's for 45 minutes of dinner, or here's a key to the house when you want to have the kids playing over it near our house. That's just my commentary on that. Very good. Appreciate you sharing that. Well, what's going on with Mark's social life right now? Girlfriend, partner, you got to get somebody in there. What, what, what's what you date, dating a new girl every weekend? What, no, what's I don't do that because that's you can't do that. I'm just it's funny. I just started I just started dating somebody um, and it's all good. It's all good. It's tough when you're a, a, somebody because people ask me, all you can imagine. It's like, wait, aren't you? A, it's really tough when you, um, when your priority, I call it priorities. You, there, there's like levels to it. And most importantly, when you have kids, it's really, really tough, especially if you really care. And it's not to say you don't, if you've been dating around and you're bringing women around or, or you're bringing men around, but the reality is you can't. It's really unfair to the kids. If they're seeing you with different people and the like, I had one, uh, one or two really important relationships, but really they only saw one person um, over the last few years. 
And that's because I'm very um, sensitive to that stuff. So uh, it comes health, it comes family, it comes work, and then it becomes my personal life. And that's how I'm okay with it for right now. And, and, and it's all good. You're a pretty intense guy. I'm glad if, if, you, if you have a, this new girl that's in your life, she's got to be accepting of your style and your personality. Is she laid back or is she like, go, go, go. Like you are. No, she's a, she's pretty aggressive. This is the, this is one of the first, um, I would say that that personality is pretty intense. I'm still, mm -hmm. still trying to figure that one out. Like, I don't know how, how much you know, intensity I can take, but, um, <laughs> but uh, it's all again, when I talk on this subject, like I always, I leave it with, it's all good. Personal life stuff like that, it should just be, you know, having a relationship with somebody that you enjoy being around and maybe you have some common, um, you know, common commonalities in some way. And, and that's that. And one day you find maybe you find the person, though, that you're like, really, I really like this person. One day, I'm sure that will happen. OK, she hasn't met the kids yet. She's not there yet. No. <laughs> okay very good so you live in the bay area right yep you don't still live like close to the hometown you grew up in don't you correct you know being an outsider what i mean by that is not living in california you hear all kinds of noise about california right it's just constant noise like oh the taxes the homeless the this the that the exodus and la 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 how much of that's true? Like what is the Bay area turning into a bunch of tents and homeless people? I don't know. You, you hear all this noise as somebody that lives in Colorado. I'm like, I don't know how much of that's true. What, what's the story out there? It's a really interesting time in all ways. Uh, and California definitely is part of that interesting time. We, you could drive down into the Bay, you know, into the East Bay and there's tents on the side of the freeway. Like I'm talking about like a whole, you know, hundred yards worth, you know, worth. Um, San Francisco is rough. We've, we've always had issues in San Francisco as people have heard, you know, that we have a major drug problem and um, homelessness problem. And, and really what it stems from is mental health problem. Right. And we just try to attack it in what I believe are the wrong ways, but I also try not to get too involved with that because I'm not a political person. Um, you know, people want to call it Newsom and did that. It, it doesn't, you know, as far as California as a whole, we, people are leaving. People are leaving because, you know, you're paying $2 million for a 1200 foot home. They don't want to do that anymore. Um, they don't want to deal with the politics and they don't want to deal with with everything that 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 comes with it and and sort of the non-responsiveness that we constantly deal with so part of it is true but i would also say this other states see it too you know there's a, it's not we're not alone right um but we definitely get a, a lot more of the of the focus and it's it's rightfully so if i own a two million dollar home in venice beach or wherever and I had people tossing tents out in my grass in my front yard like that. I mean, that would I would have a problem with that. <laughs> you would have a problem with it and you wouldn't have you wouldn't be able to do much that 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 is the problem. Right. Um, and I'm sensitive to it because you have to be you can't be like some jerk like, well, what is it? That's the thing I got. I, I'm, I'm empathetic to everybody's issue because, again, most of it, act, it most of it is, is directly correlated with mental health issues. Mm -hmm. And we never deal with it. We don't know how to. We don't put in the right programs. We put money into into different areas that, it, you know, that that people sort of shake their heads at. Yet we yet we don't we don't push for change. So. How, when when will that ever end? I don't know, but it's a it's a it's a dangerous proposition. I'll tell you that because uh, I don't see an end in sight. Is it mental health or a drug problem or both? I think it's both. I, th I think I think I think one leads to the other. Nobody wants to be homeless. Nobody wants to have a drug problem. Um, 
there are going to be instances where they're just they might have had the silver spoon and all that, but those are those are far and few between. Um, and you still you feel bad for them, and you should too. But the reality is, these people got a bad break, you know, here, there, and the other. We all have, uh, and they dealt with it differently, and then it leads to a, to a to a down or down a road that's um, that's scary, uh, and um, and it's just it's a it's a tough one. I'm guessing there's no tents in front of your house. Oh, there's no tents in front of our house. What would you do if there was? Uh, that one, I, you know, it's, we are in this little small community here. And, and it's one of the things that I really love uh, is I could never foresee that happening. Not it's just for whatever reason. I don't know if it's just too quaint, maybe for anybody to even try that. I don't know. You know, I live in Colorado. I live near Boulder, right? And I hear, you know, there's a lot of wealth in Boulder, Colorado. And I hear people talk all the time about, you know, we got to fix it. We got to help them. We got to do this. We got to do that. You shouldn't, shouldn't, be, shouldn't be removing homeless people, leave them alone, this and that and this and that. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, let's talk about that when they got the tents in front of your $2 million house in Boulder. Let's have the same conversation. <laughs> uh, it's a tough one. Uh, I absolutely agree mental health is a huge part of it. My ex-wife, um, major mental health issues. Uh, she's bipolar and, you know, all kinds of schizophrenic and all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. I don't think she, I don't think she wants to be homeless, but she will, she, she, she drives herself there. She will, she will not stay anywhere. She, she'll just end up on the street because of her mental sickness, not, because of anything else. And I, I do believe that. I, I don't know what the percentage is, but is it 80% of homeless people are mentally ill? Probably it's a huge percentage. And I think that's, that's where the problem needs to be attacked. I don't, if you put mint, if, if you build a bunch of apartments and you put all the homeless people in them, they're not going to stay there because they're mentally ill. They're just going to leave anyway. They're just going to walk around. They're just going to move around anyways. It doesn't solve it unless you fix the mental health. I'm not an expert on the topic, but uh, I definitely believe it's mental health. Okay, I was wondering, you know, about, yes, California I had a buddy of mine who uh, sold his place out in the Bay Area and moved to Puerto Rico. <laughs> he called me up and said, you know, he said, I just paid my real estate taxes of $50,000 annually in real estate tax. He said, yeah, I ain't doing that anymore. <laughs> so, uh, so. I, I, uh, I, I, more power to them. I know some people that moved out there too and, um, I, it sounds amazing. You know, I, it's just, I think everybody's situation is different. They whether they have kids, how they working and all that, and, you know, new stuff. But I always applaud those that really just get up and go. Uh, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say envious, but like, I really, it, it kind of gets me excited when I hear of other stories like that. You ever thought about, you ever thought about moving the company? Yeah, well, I could, I could go somewhere else. Um, and I've thought about it multiple times. There's, I've been other states, Colorado's one, uh, Texas was one. And uh, there's some places in, in, in uh, Idaho. And even as far as, you know, going out east, um, I have a couple of buddies that moved out to Florida. It, it's, it's like, yeah, I throw them in Zillow. I have like 10 alerts, every, you know. At the end of the day, I really like our community. Um, my kids really enjoy it. Uh, and my family's here. So that's one, two is, so then that's one. And then two is our co our, our factory is in California. So for right now, me being there and being present is really important. So who knows one day, maybe I'm up and out, but realistically I'm here. Speaking of the factory, that's a nice segue. I won organics. Mm -hmm. I want organics. And by the way, it's I want organics.com. You can also find Mark Samuel on LinkedIn, of course, where he has like a hundred thousand followers. No, I think it's 40,000. <laughs> uh, he also has his own podcast. What's the name of the podcast? We do. Let's eat. Let's eat. That's right. It's let's eat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you can find him there as well. Give us an update on I one. Tell us what's the latest and greatest. What's new. What's happening. Give it, give us an overview. Yeah, we're having a good time. I, I really enjoy what we're doing. So we, we, you know, we have our salty snacks. 
and we then launched the cereal and then we just launched the granola. Uh, and then we have some other stuff in the pipeline, which is kind of cool. We're, we're, we're moving fast, a little too fast on, on the innovation front because you got to kind of get your got to get your bearings. Um, but where we continue to grow and we potentially might have some big news next month um, that I'm sort of waiting on some final answers on. Uh, and as I just tell people, I had a great interview yesterday. You know, we talk about the reason it's a platform brand. It was from the get go was this is an organic legume based food company. Right. So peas and beans, higher in protein and fiber. That is what's in the core in our ingredients, meaning I can go into multiple verticals and create products around that because I'm a big believer on balanced nutrition. So you mix that with having really great flavors and, and, and something that people will come back to. You could probably build something pretty big. With that, you need capital, you need an amazing team, you need to have a purpose and all that stuff. But the biggest thing for me, the thing that's the most important and why I can see myself here for so long is this is more about a platform that I want to build. It's beyond food. It's about a health and wellness platform. And that's so that I can talk openly about health and wellness. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to get on a bigger stage month over month, year over year, and talk about health and wellness. Oh, but you guys are a snack company. You talk about whole foods and eating, eating that. Yes, because that is be that's what's best for you. If you want some snacks because you're on the go and the like, we hope you choose us. But I want to talk about health and wellness. And when you have a bigger brand, you have a bigger platform. And that's what I'm hoping, you know, is, is sort of, uh, the result of all this uh, uh, over the years of working on it. So that's part of the reason then you're so huge on the social media and the let's eat podcast is because that for you, that is a platform to talk about your favorite subject and help people. That's why the, there's such a huge social media push around the topic in general of health, not just I want. Correct. I very rarely, I try to, I throw in there updates on I one, but that's one out of, 20 posts. Wow. I, I'm just trying to provide value. So it could be value in sales. I talk about sales, but I talk about getting out there, moving your body and, and the like, right? Um, that's what I want. And, and so um, you got to have, you got to have purpose in, in, in what you're doing. It, it's, there's, there's, there, there's going to be so many that just come and go for the, for the fact that they just don't have real purpose. They mm. want to launch a seltzer water because it, it doesn't work like that. Um, and I, uh, and I'm, and I'm talk about that too. Like you just need to have purpose. There needs to be a, a real why for, 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 for what you're doing and why you're doing it. Um, and for me, it's exactly what I described. So is there a, a, a push to sell the company at some point, or you're just having fun growing it right now? Having fun growing it. Maybe that'd be great. I mean, again, I don't, I'm not going to, if people like, want to act like they're, and not in a position to, to, to get a check one day, it would be amazing, right? But I don't, I don't think about that right now. We have so much room to grow. We, our, our household penetration is so small. We're such a small company. People don't recognize that too. You only need like 1% of the population to like what you're doing, you know? And, and <laughs> so, so it's like, it's like there's, uh, when I focus on stuff like that and I don't think you know, like too, too grand, too early, you realize, wow, if we can just, we have a runway, right? If I, if I get another five years of doing this, you need access to capital, the right team and the like, you really can create something impactful. Um, and, and that's, and again, so that's what we want to do. And that's all that I'm focusing on. Do you, how big is the company now? Can you share any number of employees or revenue? Do you want to give us a general idea of how big the company is? We do, we do millions of dollars in revenue and we have we just hired on our eighth person, but that's another thing. I, I don't, I don't build, I don't build to fill spots. Um, it's not like that. I like people who are in their position and they play it really hard and they love it and they get full autonomy and they build it. Um, so that, that lead, that sort of leads into how we build the team overall. Even when we're doing X number, we know we're not going to have, 50 team members. Uh, I like, I like small and mighty. Uh, it's always how I've done it. And that's how we'll build this. If you only have eight employees and you're doing millions of dollars, then lots of things are outsourced, right? You're outsourcing 
what you're accounting, your marketing, your this or that. What what are you outsourcing? No, I'll break it. I'll make it easy. Um, of the team members, right? Uh, this is a good playbook too. How you always start? I started. You start with the core five. You have a founder. It's all vision, innovation, leads, right? With that, then you have sales. Then you have marketing. Uh, then you have accounting, and then you have operations. Once you have those five covered, you can go. You're, you're, you, everybody, right? Out. Um, <laughs> from there, you. What I always say is, you build where you're breaking. So you build where you're breaking or you build where you're trying to double down. Usually the first happens, which is breaking. So in operations, we had to bring on a second operations person because we had too much in and out, right? You have volume, trucks in and out, you have quantities, this, that, and the other. Um, second was uh, marketing. Uh, so we wanted to double down there. So more impact, I call it just more content. Once you know you've topped out at one person being able to get that much content out, you got to double it up. So you go second there uh, and then so on. So uh, again, it's breaking and growing, breaking and growing. You know, you move at a pretty fast pace. You're fat. You're, you're a pretty aggressive guy. Have you, uh, have you hired on some people so far over the years and they just, they just can't keep up? They just can't, they can't do your pace. I've been really lucky. The answer is no. I'm so, I'm really lucky. It's one thing with all the things that I've done I can't really remember anyone who quote unquote quit. Um, okay. It's because, but it's also my style. I'm this way because this is how I am. So I'm always, I'm always selling. You're always selling as an entrepreneur. You're always selling. You're always selling. You're always, always selling. You're, the you're talking to the mailman. You're selling. You're I'm telling you, you're just, you know, you're selling. You're always selling. You're talking to your mama. You're selling. You're selling something. It's it's just in you. Those, those operators will under, who who hear this understand it. Uh, those are usually the most impactful. You're 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 so. Now, with that said, I really am a big believer in autonomy. So that makes for really great um, opportunities for those that that take that on. They play the role. It's like that 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 theme you always hear. You hire where you suck then don't be trying to come in there talking about this, that, and the other. You don't tell them what to do. They're telling you what to do. And I'm a big believer in that. Doesn't mean you, doesn't mean you, you're, you're an idiot, meaning you, the founder, right? You should always, always be able to talk game. And what I mean by that is any conversation about any subject matter within your business, you should be able to hold ground. You should be able to walk in that meeting and understand what they're talking about. However, that person was hired for that position. They run show. They tell you what we're doing. Uh, and and that, go, that leads to some really, really cool stuff. Regarding the marketing and the social media, that seems to be one of your specialties or at least where you like to play uh, a lot. Uh, and you're a very outspoken guy. You're not afraid to speak up. Have you ever said anything on social media where you're like, oh, okay, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Uh, that's a good one. Not yet. I've probably said a couple things where I question whether or not I'm allowed, like on the, you know, on the plat, you know, on the platform, wherever it is, but I've never deleted anything. Um, and I never will. I mean, because when you get into that mode, if you ever did, you put something out and you have to start second guessing whether or not you can you start removing the authenticity of what got you there. Mm. You're mm. never going to be loved by, this is an important one. You're never going to be loved by everybody. You could be the most fantastic person in the world. I'm thinking of a few people who are on, on like LinkedIn now. They're very gregarious and, and they'll look positive and all those things. I'll guarantee there are people who do not like them. They can't even figure out why. Reality, it's actually them that's the problem. They just write. But, but they can't figure out why they don't like them. There's people that don't like me. I'm totally okay with it. I'll go a step further and say, I understand. It's because I deliver a, a certain way and somebody may not like it. They may not like my face. I understand. It's okay. It's totally okay. 
Uh, and when you become when you become accepting of that, you become accepting of what's the most important, that there are people that like you. There are people that like your message and there are people that are going to continue to enjoy your content for the reasons that you're putting it out. One of the things I love about your responses on social media and me and my co-founder here at Rider Flex, uh, Scott, we've, we've talked about you several times and you'll put something out and somebody somebody will you know, say something, try to say something negative or pick a fight or poke you in the chest or whatever, right? You are so great at saying something like, you'll say something like, thank you so much for your engagement, yeah, yeah, Johnny. Yeah. Really, really appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's my theme. That's it gets people, so it gets awesome. people because they, they, they want to pick a fight, right? Yeah, they they want to pick a fight, you they know, do. like, I, but, 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 you know, it, you know, that actually goes to something that's really important. You don't realize it is that person could just be having a bad day. Yeah. And, and, and because we all have, right. And, and, or just a bad moment in time and they just want to get at you. Yeah. It, when you hit them back with a little bit of love, they sit there and they go, hey, man, maybe I'm tripping. You know, and, and like if you think about that, if you turn that person's day around, you're like a you're like a winner. Um, and so that's how I do it. At the end of the day, again, somebody may may not, you know, may may still be still be. I've used your line. No, I've used. Hey, I've used your stuff. I've used your line. When when I get some of those comments for Rider Flex, I, I do the same thing. I'll be like, oh, thanks so much for your your engagement. Super. Pre- yeah. Yeah. Do it. Keep using it. It start with I appreciate your comment. And they'll be like, oh, wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Do you ever? You know, you said something earlier, you were, you've, you haven't regretted something you've said on social media, but you have woken up the next morning thinking, hmm, I wonder if that's going to get taken down, or I wonder if that's allowed. What are your thoughts, Mark? We, we touched maybe a little bit on this last time, but I want to get your updated thoughts. What are your thoughts around the ability for some of these platforms like Google and, well, and YouTube's owned by Google, so what it's called, Google and YouTube, Facebook and Twitter to be able to just cancel Mark. If he, if Mark goes on and says something that it doesn't fit their narrative and one day they're just like, Oh, it's going to take down your profile. After you've spent all this time building 40,000 followers on LinkedIn and you wake up one day and you said something they didn't like and they just cancel you. What, what are your thoughts on that? I never think about that, but I do think about sort of the overarching subject matter of what you mean. It's when I've seen, if we're talking about sort of this, what do we call it now? Cancel culture and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, like Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. when he had to walk back off a few things, he's had to actually do that like three times this last year, it seems like. And I don't follow Joe Rogan, but FYI, um, I just know, I, 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 I appreciate Joe Rogan's, the, the person, the figurehead. I appreciate what he puts out. I think he speaks a lot of facts um, and he says things that many people think and they just don't say it. Um, so I'm a fan of that. Um, he's probably said some really dumb shit before. And, and you know, he's probably thought about it after and said, that was dumb, right? Um, it, but that's okay, that we're human. So my comment would be, I think it's a slippery slope. And over the last however many years, we're go- we've gone down this path that seems to be never ending. And it's dangerous. And I feel bad, not really for us. I feel bad for our kids. Mm. And I feel really bad for their kids because it's probably by that time that we really, we have no idea what does this world look like if we don't put, get, get a hold of ourselves here. Um, and we can point at multiple topics, which maybe you'll bring up, where we are we are saying things that are just not right they're they're not proven and they're um and they're and they're and and they're dangerous to 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 basically they're dangerous they're dangerous so that's my take on it give me an example of a narrative are you getting feedback is he getting feedback Give me an example of a narrative that's being pushed that you think is dangerous. I think COVID was a, a, narrative, a narrative and I, I'm one to t- I talk openly about it. I don't get into it because I'm also sensitive to, to the many, the many that really 
um, believed that it was what it was. But have you noticed, where did that just go? <laughs> where, where did COVID go? Yeah. Where is, where, where is everybody on TV? Where, the, where did it go? And nobody's <laughs> saying anything about it. Again, I want to frame this properly so people understand how much respect I have for what occurred and the people that it affected. Nobody wants to see anyone die. That's just fact, right? Nobody wants to see anyone get sick. Fact, check, good. We're all on the same page here. We were given information about something and we all went down this path for two years that did more damage to those affected by us going down the path than those that were affected by the actual illness. That's, go do the, you can go look at the numbers, the numbers, the science. It's, it's and, and so many will disagree and they'll continue to, but you have to look at who was sick, how did they get sick, what you have to do all of that and be honest. And that's the thing that we've lost a little bit of over the years. And we've allowed people to drive narratives that are not in our best interest. Um, it scares me, Mark, that the, the, the power that Google and Facebook and Twitter combined, those three, the power they have to flow information it's scary for me for for me i, I really worry about uh, i worry about where that's going and who who controls the flow of information and the narratives that want to be pushed uh, it's scary i don't know where that's going but i do think as a human species how we decide what information flows to us through the internet is going to be one of the most important things we figure out because whoever controls that information controls almost everything. And the media, but you're missing that you miss a big one, which yeah, is yeah. great. Social media is great. We already know who controls it. We, 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 we don't need to, we don't need to shy. We already know. And we already know who owns the media channels too. Yeah. We also know that it is directly correlated to profit. If you, what better way the TMZs of the world is to cause reaction? We are, we are animals, right? We need emotional stimulation, highs, lows, and everything in between. And if you can create those emotional, that, that emotional impact, it goes, that's what branding is about. It's pure marketing. It's how do you create emotional impact with a consumer. Now let's flip over to people just watching the news. Deaths, killings, sickness, this, that, and the other. Ah, oh, 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 fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck. It's horrible. So I don't have an answer because I don't want to live. It's, this is going to be like, I can't, I can't live in that space. I don't want to. I have like however many years left that I have here. That's reality. That's what people should be thinking. And I want to try to live in a, in a, in a, in a healthy space. And that's, to me, the scariest part is that unknown. In, <laughs> in two more years, are we going to be told on one flip of a, of a television, right? What turn it on? We're going to be told we're in lockdown again. You know that that's that scares me more than any of it because the other stuff is at this point uncontrollable. It is it is uncontrollable because who's going to control Google? Who's going to who's going to tell Google what they can or can't say? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. They're going to they're going to do whatever they want. When, by the way, this next topic or this next comment doesn't matter whether you're a Trump hater or a Trump liker, but the, the ability to cancel 
a former president. When you got that much power, you can cancel whoever you want. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 again, I, the, the thing is when people are, when here, if I, I don't talk on any, a lot of this, like a lot, I kind of make, you've seen me, I'll make a, I've made COVID comments before, but people, I never know which lane I'm in because I don't live in those, the, the, the lane. I don't talk politics. I don't care who you support. Yeah. I'll state facts. Nobody thinks Trump is some great guy. I don't give a fuck who you voted for. The reality is Trump may be a great president and have done things and he would have never done this, that and the other. But like deep down, even if you were a Trump supporter, you are not letting him babysit your kids. <laughs> Facts. That's a good one. Facts. <laughs> I'll do the same for a current president. The guy is 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 lucid. Like you know that we already know that I, we, you ain't letting him babysit your kids. <laughs> so we're all in this together. We're all in this together. Is are you amazed at how fast the country flipped over to Ukraine? I have a two part question here. Yes. Are you amazed at how fast we flipped over to the Ukraine focus? And are you irritated by the virtue signaling people who throw up their Ukraine flag on their social media? Meanwhile, they don't even know where Ukraine is. <laughs> they don't know where Ukraine. They don't even know what this is about. That, that if you went out, all the people who were talking on it for just that one week, by the way. But because I haven't heard anybody talk, uh, there's nothing down the feet about Ukraine. That was a hot button for one week. People are real. Uh, I don't want this to like somebody hears it. They're like, but I was one who talked on uh, raising money for Ukraine. Like, it's not. A, I, I don't take this like literal. If you're a good human, you're a good human. Let me let me actually preface this. I live in a very simple way about people. Don't be an asshole. That's it. <laughs> I, I literally live in that lane. Uh, if you, man or woman, if you're a good person, that's all I care about. If you're a jerk, that sucks. I don't want to be around that. So let me move that over because that's just important. If we all lived like that, we would be crushing it. Right. We would never let somebody disrespect another person on the street. We would never let uh, 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 point blank. That's it. What do you want me to say? So going to that. The, yeah, it's a new hot button. And there'll be another one in two weeks. Because remember, the media is going to run out of this one, too. Right. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. They're going to run out of this one. No, 95% of people have no clue what that was even about. Uh, you know, I had, uh, I had a, a, a podcast on the show. I won't mention her name right now, but uh, she helps uh, children in third world countries who do not have enough food, don't have fresh water, can't bathe, uh, you know, starving children in very poor countries. And she just told me, she said, you know, I'm just so disheartened that everybody's putting up their Ukraine flags and raising money for Ukraine. Meanwhile, there are there are countries and children and people in need all over the planet in much worse situations. But nobody talks about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, that's a that's a daily that's a daily occurrence. We have our priorities so screwed up. My, my kids come home with COVID tests, like multiple of them. Wow. How much money was, how much money was that? Where did we get all of that money in one swoop? Yet we can't help our, 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 our fellow human, humans that, that are in need of food and water. It's really fucked up. It is. I, I totally agree. Totally agree. I know we're I know we're out of time. We're bumping up against the time here. I could talk to you for another hour. I want to I want to finish. If you got like two minutes, I just want to finish. Go. Up. All right. No, we're bumping up. Okay, I'm going to ask you a fun one. You ready? Yeah. You, you said no assholes. No asshole rule. Mm -hmm. Should Will Smith have slapped Chris Rock or no? 
I thought that was a joke from the beginning. So I, I still don't even know if that's real. It just looks so, <laughs> it looks so ridiculous. I don't watch those types of programs. I could care less. And do about, you think- about, about two wealthy individuals making a mockery of themselves on television could care less. Love that. Love that answer. By the way, doesn't it drive you nuts? This goes for athletes and actors, by the way, when they get up on stage and they pitch whatever it is they're pitching, especially politically, and they have this. And I'm, I just want, I, like, just, just take your award and go sit down. Like, I don't care about anything else you think. I don't give a shit about what you think about politics or anything else. <laughs> it's the it's the new world, and again, I don't care. Like, like you said, I don't care which way they want to go. It's just a new standard of of making sure that everybody knows that you're a good human. We don't need, just, just be one. You know what I mean? Just be one. God knows, God knows. Right. And those that you actually care about you or you care about, they should know. Everything else is just fluff. Mark Samuel, I could talk, you know, you got to, I need you to be a regular on the Rider Flex podcast, my friend. I need you to be a regular. I won organics. If you haven't tried the product, you need to, I, I highly suggest you do because Mark was kind enough to have his team send me some product. Um, go there, also follow their brand on social media, follow Mark, um, check out his podcast, podcast as well. Some entertaining stuff there. My friend, thank you so much for coming back on the Rider Flex podcast. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you.